welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You're listening to Miller Thomas, the always wonderful host of this podcast, multimedia journalist and graphic and graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages through my articles, to my photos, and my graphic design. For today's show, I want to talk about whether if uh, Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly are the best one-two punch the D-backs have had since that 0-1 Kurt Schilling-Randy Johnson duo, so we'll get into that. And I want to talk about just the D-backs and how they should go about this series against the Giants, because I think they should just absolutely dominate this series even though they're, they're still a 500 team, I think this is a series you have to go out there and win. And I don't think it should be particularly close. So we'll get into that and more on today's podcast. But first, your company's interested in reaching men between the ages of 18 and 44. Your company should be sponsoring this podcast, Locked On Diamondbacks, to listen to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDimebacks at gmail.com to find out more. And don't forget, today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it. And first, I want to talk about this series right now because it is currently 8-12 on what's today? Friday. The D-backs are playing the Giants right now. The game is currently tied up 2-2 in the bottom of the fourth. You got Robbie Ray out there on the mound. And let me just click on the game real quick to see how Robbie Ray is doing because 2-2 game, you know, Robbie Ray definitely probably gave up a home run. Oh, okay. It looks like a Robbie Ray kind of line (laughs) so far. I was correct in my suspicions. Robbie Ray gave up a two-run home run uh, in the bottom of the third inning to Evan Longoria, and he has four walks and five strikeouts. 78 pitches through four. Uh, couldn't <laughs> Very Robbie Ray-esque. Couldn't say much more. That's a perfect Robbie Ray stat line to describe him. So I believe this D-backs team should come in, in, come in here and just dominate the San Francisco Giants. I mean, I get it they're a 500 team. I get it they're a team that hasn't, you know, Outside the stretch, you know, they, they haven't been super dominant. A lot of those games weren't blowouts. They had high-scoring games, but they still had to put up those runs because their pitching usually gave up a good amount of runs as well. But against this Giants team, there's no doubt about it that the D-backs should just beat this team. They're, they have the better roster. They have the better team. And they should just be able to really dominate on both sides of the ball. Maybe pitching not as much, but definitely on the offensive side. I mean, when you look at this, you know, Giants roster, it doesn't really scare you at all. Most of these guys are are players who are veterans, a little bit older past their prime, or guys who haven't really proven anything. I mean, you can make the case their best player this season has been Donovan Solano, who's been a journeyman, batting 386 with a OPS of 952. You could make the case it's Mike Yastrzemski, who came onto the scene last year as a 28-year-old rookie. Maybe it's Austin Slater, who leads the uh, National League in stolen bases and is batting 347 with a 1101 OPS. You know, he's been a guy who's been a platoon guy this whole year. Uh, You look at one of their other big contributors with six home runs to tie for the team lead. Wilmer Flores, former D-back. He's batting 322 on the season with 900 OPS. So this Giants team is getting a lot of, you know, huge 
production from a, a few players who wouldn't expect it from. But outside of those guys who they're getting huge production from, they're getting a lot of so-so, if not below-average production from a lot of their players as well. Brandon Belt's batting 218 on the season, their first baseman. Their catcher, Chadwick Trump, is just batting 178 on the year. Brandon Crawford, he's been average uh, to say the least. Uh, Evan Longoria, even even though he's batting 250, his OBP is below 300. His slugging is at 417, so he, he showed a little bit of pop this year. Uh, Alex Dickerson is not scaring anybody at age 30. And Hunter Pence is way past his prime at age 37. So this lineup, when just comparing it to the D-backs, it doesn't really compare. And flat out, this Giants lineup just isn't as potent, I should say. They just don't have the pieces that should be able to match up with this D-backs lineup. At least paper, there's no one really in this lineup scaring you. Like I said, there's a few guys having good years. They still got Pablo Sandoval as a DH for who knows what reason, but... This lineup does not scare you at all very much. And just overall on the year, when just looking at the team stats, their offensive, you know, their offensive stats are not super crazy. Their average is actually one point better than the D-backs, 254 compared to 233. But when you look at the OBP, the Giants are 11th in the National League compared to the D-backs being ranked 8th. If you look at OPS, the Giants are actually one spot ahead of the, the D-backs, 10th in the National League compared to the D-backs at 11th. But if you look at runs scored on the year, both of them have played the same amount of games. And looking at runs scored, the Giants have actually scored more offensive runs on the season. So you would think the, the Giants' offense is actually better than the D-backs. You know, better average, you know, OPS is right there, more runs scored. But when you just look at these two teams, a lot of that is just because the Giants' offense has been more steady than the D-backs' offense. D-backs' offense was atrocious those first 10 games of the season. But we've seen what the, they, they've been able to do these last 14, 15 games. The D-backs have been an offensive tear. So I think a lot of these numbers are a little bit skewed because of how bad this D-backs' offense was to start the year. But still looking at the talent and the actual players, there's not really a case to say for the Giants over the D-backs in that regard. And then when looking at both of the pitching staffs, I know the, the D-backs, you know, rotation has been pretty bad, at least three-fifths of it, but there's not really anyone in this Giants rotation that even scares you. I guess Logan Webb has been their best guy with 3-5-4 array. He's only given up eight earned runs in 20 innings pitch, only one home run on the year. But his hits per nine is 9.3, which tells you he at least gets, hits, he at least gets hit a lot. And he has a walk per nine of 4.9. So he's walking a lot of dudes. 11 walks and 20.1 innings pitch is a lot. And everyone else in this, you know, rotation doesn't scare you at all. You got Kevin Gosman with a 4.65 ERA. Johnny Cueto at 4.35. A Tyler Anderson at 4.84. So even though the D-backs have some pretty bad guys in their rotation, Robbie Ray, a Luke Weaver, even a Madison Bumgarner, at least you know it resets when you throw Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen out there. At least you know you'll get better starts out of those two. For this Giants rotation, they really have no one they could trust. I mean, look at the bullpen. It gets even worse, even worse than the D-backs bullpen. I mean, their closer, Trevor Gott, has a 14.73 ERA. He's given up six home runs in just 7.1 innings. Uh, pitch 12 earned runs allowed their relief pitchers the other relief pitchers Tyler Rogers giving up uh 
was this 11 earned runs in 13 innings. Caleb Baragar has given up 10 earned runs in 11.1 innings. Wandy, <laughs> Wandy with a W, Peralta has given up nine earned runs in 11 innings. Sean Anderson has given up six earned runs in 10 innings. And that's like their, their, their core five right there. They're all, those are five of their top seven guys in terms of innings pitch outs in the bullpen outside of Trevor Gott, who just their closes. So most of those guys are getting shelled when they go out there. And same could be said for the D-backs, but the D-backs guys aren't at least that bad. And they at least have more guys I think can trust than even the Giants guys. I can still trust a Cryan. I can, I can still trust a, a Junior Guerrero. There's still a couple more names, Archie Bradley. At least I can trust my closer to close out a ball game. So... When comparing these two teams and looking at the rotation too uh, in the in the bullpen, I think the the D backs have uh, a decisive advantage there, and the Giants are one of the only teams in the National League where a worse team team ERA than the D backs five point one six compared to a five point four five. Giants are worse than D backs in that area, fourteenth in the National League compared to the twelfth worst team in the D backs. So. This D-backs team, uh, the numbers will actually tell you their, you know, pitching staff is better, even though their offense, when you're looking at the numbers, will tell you it's worse. But again, I think that's just because of the early season swoon. So realistically, on paper, this D-backs team should be Giants team. I think they should beat them pretty handedly. And the D-backs are back to 500 team. And so you don't want to fall below 500 to the last place team in the division. The the, the Giants are right now eight games back of the of the Dodgers for the NL lead. So the, the, the this is a series that shouldn't be particularly close. And if the D-backs handle their business... They'll put them right back on a good track to make a deep postseason run because right now they're out of the playoffs all of a sudden. They're out of it again. Padres and Rockies are both ahead of them in their own division. D-backs are back to being fourth. So they got to win this series not just to get back in the divisional standings, but put them back in that wild card race. Now I'll talk about whether or not this Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly one-two punch is actually the best duo since Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson were first, I want to talk to you guys about a serious issue. And talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, like saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medications. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is a straightforward, simple, and discreet process. Getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com slash xxx and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash NBA today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's getlockdownroman.com slash NBA, or you can just use, you know, Lockdown MLB since this is a D-backs podcast. So use Lockdown MLB, get Roman, 
dot com slash locked on MOB. All right, all right, all right. We're back at it. And let's talk about whether Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly are the first or are the best one-two punch since Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson in this D-backs history. Now, I know what you're thinking. No one is as good as that one-two punch in, in 01 with uh, Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. I mean, they were absolutely dominant. Randy Johnson had a 2.49 ERA. Kurt Schilling had a 2.98 ERA, and they both won over 20 games. And you know. It, they were the two most important reasons why D-backs won the World Series in 01. They did win co-MVPs of the World Series. So that tells you about all you need to know. But is this D-backs team, at least when you take away the names, take away the names Zach Allen, Merrill Kelly, Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, take away the names and just look at the production. Is this the best since those two? And is it actually even better? That's a real question because if you just look at the ERA, Right now, 259 for Merrill Kelly, a 240 for Zach Allen. That's both better than Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson. So based off the ERA, you would have to say yes. But we can go deeper than just that because yes, they've only played, you know, they they've each pitched just 30 starts, you know, five starts a piece under their belt. So it's not like they've had, you know, a full season of 35 or 34 starts like a Kurt Schilling or Randy Johnson did. It's had a sm- much smaller sample size. So what kind of stats can we use to really determine? Well, we can look at stats like on average, things like that, stats that tell you what they're doing on average. So one thing that, that that's pretty telling, I think, of who's been better is the whip. Whip for what we know is walks plus hits divided by innings pitch. So this tells you how many walks and hits you're giving up on average over how many innings you're pitching in. The whip for Merrill Kelly is below a 1, and the whip for Zach Allen is a 1.033. So that's actually both lower than what Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling gave you. And it's super it's super close. Randy Johnson actually had a lower whip than that of a, of a Zach Allen, but Merrill Kelly had the lowest whip of all four of them. So that shows you how great Merrill Kelly has been this year. I mean, he's only given up... Five walks and 31.1 innings pitch. That's just phenomenal. But how about some of these other per nine stats, like hits per nine? Well, you'd be surprised to hear that Kurt Schilling has more hits per nine than both Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen. Now, Randy Johnson hits per nine are at 6.5, which would be the lowest of all the four. So Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen are right there, sandwiched in between both of them in hits per nine. So right there, I'll just call it a wash and say it's pretty close. But if you look at home runs per nine, Kurt Schilling's at 1.3. Randy Johnson's at 0.7. So straight dominant. So for Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen, they're both at 1.4 and 1.5 respectively. So it's really close. It's right there. But both higher than Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson for as close as it is. And when you look at the walks per nine, you got Kurt Schilling at 1.4. Randy Johnson at 2.6, and what are Merrill Kelly's at? Merrill Kelly's at 1.4 for walks per nine, and Zach Gallon's at 2.4. So another one where it's really close, but actually this goes to this D-back staff of 2020 for Zach Allen having a slightly lower walks per nine than Randy Johnson. So, so far, this thing has been super close. 
the the hits per nine has been a wash basically the whip has gone to 2020 and the the walks per nine has been super close but you have to give that to the 2020 d-back staff as well but how about strikeouts per nine this one is not particularly close uh kurt schillings at 10.3 randy johnson at an insane 13.4 because he had nearly 400 strikeouts in 2001 he had 372 i mean zach allen leads the duo with 10.8 and merrill kelly just at 8.3 so looking at those numbers uh the the strikeouts it won't be close so definitely when it comes to strikeouts i can't deny that you know i i can't deny that the 2001 staff is way better than the this duo of 2020 but in terms of actual control and you know when you're looking at the hits per nine it's pretty close it's really right there the walks per nine will tell you this 2020 staff is a little bit better too but granted i will say that as i mentioned before the 2001 staff did over 35 starts they did over full uh course load a full season they both pitched 250 innings so zach allen and merrill kelly are not touching anywhere near that so for what you know the duo for what this 2020 duo has done so far has been phenomenal on average it's been as good as that 2001 duo but could i actually say it's better than them i cannot do that with a with a clean conscience just because we know what they did over the course of a full season so if zach allen and merrill kelly did this for at least the the course of a, this full abbreviated season i think maybe we could revisit this discussion but for right now i have to give it to that 0-1 duo not only they did they do it for over 200 innings for over 30 starts they won the world series they, their pitching was so good it single-handedly almost won the, the world series I wouldn't say single-handedly, maybe double-handedly, and then you, you have to throw Luis Gonzalez. It was really just a big three. It was like a basketball team. Your big three brought you home. So maybe I, I'm praying that, you know, Merrill Kelly and Zach Allen could do that for this D-backs team in 2020 and bring them the championship. I think they have enough offensive pieces, way more offensive pieces than that 0-1 team. So we'll see if this, you know, if those two could overcome all the other issues on the staff. Because if you look at the 0-1 staff, after Kurt Schilling, Randy Johnson was pretty bad too. Brian Anderson had an ERA above five, and so did Robert Ellis. Albie Lopez was sitting right there at 4.0, so that wasn't too bad. But a lot of these guys didn't really pitch a ton. Uh, I mean, Miguel uh, Batista out the bullpen as a long relief guy. He made 18 starts, and he was pretty good. But the rest of this rotation wasn't that good in 2001, just like this 2020 D-backs team and their rotation. But I'll take the same outcome. I'll take a World Series championship because I would love to be able to brag to the rest of the Locked On podcast network because I'm tired of them making fun of the D-backs. But that's it for today's podcast. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Don't forget to go to Roman.com and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB to get a discount on your order. Don't forget to go to RockAuto.com where they always have amazing selection and where the price is always reliably low. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy. Peace!